Ayup me duck, which is the traditional Derby greeting to whoever we meet, whenever we meet them. And no, I don't actually know what Ayup me duck means, but who cares? Because what matters is that you're here and I'm here for the Art of Brilliance podcast series five, which is just a little bit different. So in this series, there are no guests. It's just you and I making a weekly commitment to 10 minutes or less. That's 10 minutes maximum per week every week for 52 weeks that you and I are committing to a personal relationship based on happiness and well-being. So time is short, let's crack on. This, this episode then is, I think it's an interesting one, it's a short one, but it's brought to you in association with a story um, that I've written that's made it into a book. It's a bit of a niche book. It's Amy and I were, a um, bit of very quick backstory, we were approached by um, a charity that works with uh, basically Dravet syndrome, which is essentially a form of epilepsy but it's epilepsy with lots of trimmings it's epilepsy with all sorts of developmental needs and the book isn't for the people who've got Dravet syndrome it's for the siblings of so you grow up with a severely uh, struggling brother or sister then that puts massive pressure on the family and it puts pressure on the sibling the teenager so we wrote a book specifically for the for the Dravet um, syndrome siblings okay Uh, uh, you didn't need to know that potentially but how that where do you pitch that there's no laughs in that right there's no laughs in that so um anyway here are the words this is it's a story called the number 43 bus the, the story will also p- appear by the way in the new edition of the art of being a brilliant teenager but this is the story in its rawest form i'll just read it and then you can uh, crack on with your day the number 43 bus sitting comfortably here goes the number 43 bus arrived and the lady showed her pass to the driver he squinted at the picture then the name joanne catherine rowling the door swished shut, the bus pulled away and she stumbled towards a seat. The woman sat and watched the world go by. She was on her way to a perfectly nice office job. JK, as her colleagues called her, was a lovely team member. Not so good with numbers, but pretty good with words. JK Rowling's life was perfectly fine, but she had a permanent knot in her stomach. She couldn't help feeling there was something missing. She sat in her usual seat and stared out of the window as the greyness of Edinburgh slipped by. A few years ago, she'd started writing a book. It was about a boarding school for wizards and witches. The main character was a boy called Harry Potter, and she created all sorts of wonderful friends and enemies, and had given Harry what she thought was a terrific backstory. His mum and dad had died, and he lived under the stairs in his auntie's house, and then he got selected to go to this fantastic wizard school called Hogwarts. She remembered back to when she was figuring out the plot. J.K. had been absorbed in her writing. She spent whole days in the coffee shop, tapping away at her laptop. She had mapped the whole thing out. Harry Potter was an arc of a story that would be at least half a dozen books in a wildest dream. She even dared to imagine a movie. But that was then, and this is now. She stood and pressed the button, signalling the driver that this was her stop. The door swished open and J.K. stepped out onto the pavement. She pulled her coat collar up and walked the final 50 metres to work. Her mind swirled with thoughts about Harry Potter. Maybe I should have tried a bit harder, she thought. She remembered back to the time she'd shared her ideas with a friend. He just laughed. Seriously, J.K.? He'd snorted. Your hero lives in a cupboard under the stairs and he's not good-looking or ripped? J.K. had been devastated, but perhaps he was right? 
and your spells have got such silly names. Everyone knows that magic is just plain old abracadabra. Look, JK, JK, you're a good friend, and I don't want to watch you waste your time dreaming about wizards and witches. I'm pretty sure that kids aren't going to want to read about a kid wizard battling with what's his face? What was your baddie called? Moldy Wart? It's Voldemort, she whispered to herself. But that was it. With her confidence gone, she'd shelved the whole Hogwarts project and had gotten on with her life. The lift doors opened, she stepped in, and the knot in her stomach tightened. It was a shame that she'd shelved the Harry Potter series, but her friend's advice made sense. Dreams are for dreamers, right? End of story. And then, at the end of that story, for these kids, there's just three questions. Well, three things in there, because the book is like a journal, so the idea is they scribble in it, write it, own it dribble on it whatever they want to do with it so having read that story first thing to write about is dreams are for dreamers right second thing if you had an amazing gift to give the world what might it be and the third thing is describe the real you okay so I'll leave that one hanging and until next time folks for goodness sake never give up on your dream Thanks for listening to the Art of Brilliance podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe and tell the world. A nice review would make our day. That's the very best way of getting like-minded people to tune into our very simple messages about happiness and human flourishing. If you've hated it, please keep quiet. (laughs) Remember, the world has enough negativity already. So be a lover, not a hater. Feel free to check out our training and the little shop of happiness at artofbrilliance.co.uk. 